Hello, hello. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. Wherever you are on this glorious globe, I am Gigi. And this is Mama Gigi Safe Haven. So today's conversation is going to be about apologies. So my cousin made a Facebook post and it says, parents, how do you apologize to your child or children when you realize you fucked up? Asking for a friend. Hashtag please help. So when I first started responding to this, it was through TikTok. And I realized that it needed a stronger conversation. So I'm bringing it over to my podcast and I will make it so other people could understand how this works and plays out for me or what I did or what my takes were and my upbringing. See, we grew up in a very, very Puerto Rican household. Very much you know, do as I say, not as I do. Do it because I said so. If you don't, not only do you get punished, but you would be physically punished or emotionally punished. And so on and so on. So I started thinking. And I'm like, yo, what's that one thing I couldn't stand? You know about my mom is that even when she was wrong, she never one admitted that she was wrong Two, would go about her business as business as usual. And three, there was no acknowledgement or no change in comportment and or behavior. And it literally emotionally scarred me and made me feel unseen and less than. And I'm like, why, why, why do you, why do you treat me in this way? Why do you treat us this way? Because I also had an older sister and a younger brother. And I'm like, yo, why, why did you think that that was an okay thing to not, to, to do us wrong? Know that you did us wrong. And not even apologize. You know, a simple, I'm sorry. Would have went a long way. And I was like, yo. So growing up and when I became a parent and I was like, you know what, you know, Take the good, you leave the bad. You know what I mean? Take the good lessons and move forward from it, right? So I'm like, all right, cool. That's how I'm going to move on with life. So when I became a parent and I fucked up or I hurt my child, whether it was emotionally, whether it was physically, because there was a point in time that I did spank my children And I realized that that wasn't 
the best response because it perpetuates a breaking of a spirit and breaks them down and 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 hurts them and they start feeling less of themselves that's one of the reasons why I never slap my children in the face and I, I, I tried very hard not to you know because that's what you present to the world and every time you get slapped in the face it it's like it's like chipping away at you you know so I was like you know I would take those those thoughts that would that would torture me as an a young a, a young teenager as a teenager and as a young adult and I'm like oh I, I I don't want to do that to my children so I I decided that it was it was within me to break that cycle so let's say my daughter was like hey mom or you know um you were wrong that's not how that went down and i got punished and i got hit and this that or the third and i'm like bro really like i would sit down with them when either of us were calm and wanted to dialogue. And I'm like, listen, we need to sit down. We need to talk about this. Because I see where I made the mistake. And I apologize for one, you know, my reaction towards whatever was happening at the time. And... I want to change that behavior. And I'm like, and I don't know how to do that right now, but I will do the work. And when I saw that, one of the the main reasons why I stopped spanking my children was because I went to raise my hand and all, all of them flinched. I have four children. And at the time they were younger and they all moved and i was like damn that's not cool and it was a it was a you know a very jerked reaction and i was like wow that really crushed my spirit and i was like damn i don't ever want to do that to my children i don't want them to be fearful of me i want them to be res- to respect me not to fear me and um i actually <laughs> I know this is going to sound really, really odd, but I called the Department of Children and Families. Um, back in New Jersey, it's called DIFUS. And I said, I, I need, I need to talk to someone because I have anger management issues and I need to, I need to get help because I don't want to abuse my children and I don't want to physically harm my children or emotionally scar my children. And the lady whose name escapes me at this time said, I'm so glad you called. Um, we're going to send a caseworker over and we're going to sit down and we're going to talk. 
And, you know, they interviewed the children. And this was the first time I ever did it for myself. And it had to do with the fact that my children were seeing me be abused by my mom. And I didn't want that to continue. So I started taking steps to better myself and better our situation. And it was the one agency where we're taught to fear as, you know, black and brown, copper tones and mocha colors. You know, we, we, were, we were taught to fear this agency because there have been situations where children have been kidnapped by government agencies. So this is what we're told. Oh, you want Dyfus to come get you? Don't worry. You know, it is what it is. So I, I, I called them and I sat down with the caseworker. She referred me to an amazing program in Jersey City, New Jersey called Woman Rising. And that's where I met Miss Christina, the only Christina I have ever loved in my whole entire life. Um, Miss Christina, her, all of her five foot two-ness, her luscious, long, cascading black hair, her beautiful brown skin. She sat down with me. And she asked me what I wanted. And I said, I want to be better emotionally for them. And I, and, and I want to be a better parent to them. And I feel like I'm drowning. Because the people who are supposed to be my support feel like weights on my feet. And I, I need... I need to do something different. And in doing that, they opened up a whole new world for me and for the children. And in one of those meetings, we sat down as a family, just the children and myself, because their respective fathers were wherever they were. And um, we sat down and I was like, yo, I'm angry all the time. And I'm sorry that that's the person that you're, you're seeing right now. I have to apologize for my crappy ass behavior. And I asked Miss Christina to provide me with literature, videos. YouTube became my friend. And I started searching for better ways to be a parent. Very um, gentle parenting, hands off. Um, hands on, but hands off. And we became that space to where we can speak openly and it not have to result in a screaming match or resulting in slaps and, and shoves. And that's when our emotional maturity started to come in. And that's how I learned to properly be a parent. 
to my growing youth in a world that is extremely harsh. So apologies to a child. It doesn't, it doesn't matter how young you start changing your behaviors around your children. Because from, if you're expecting a two year old to not cry when they're hurt, that's unrealistic. So if we get hurt and we get emotional and we have big feelings in our bodies that are greater than we are, how can we expect that from our children when one, they don't have the skills that we do. They don't have the level of rationalization that we do. They don't have our mentality. They don't know how to, you know, snap back. Be like, okay, hold on. Am I being irrational? You know what I mean? They don't have those. We haven't taught them those skills yet. So how can you ask them something that you yourself aren't implementing. So apologizing to a child for crappy behavior is one part, but changing the behavior entirely is something else. It's something so much greater because not only are you giving them the, not only are you saying, Hey, you know, in this household, there is no yelling. And you in turn yell at them. You don't want them yelling, so stop yelling. You don't want them doing that, so don't do it. Be the example, right? We set the example. So if we're setting the example that we're hands off, but hands on, we're not yelling at each other. We're going to calm down. We're going to, you know come at each other in a very respectful way. Are we talking out of emotion or are we, you know, are we dealing in facts? These techniques helped me so much and it, 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 it opened up a level of communication that most people didn't understand. They were like, why are you talking to them like that? I'm not because they're people. They're just smaller people. And we have to, you know, conduct ourselves in this way. Get down to their level. Meet them eye to eye. Right? So you're looking at a two-year-old in their eyes. So you crouch down. Get at their eye level and be like, hey, what is it that you need? How can I, how can I better be a mom to you? How can I better be an auntie to you? How can I be a better cousin, sister, brother? Ask the questions. Even if they sound ridiculous to you, ask the question. Because somewhere in those questions are answers that they're asking for. Because when a child looks at an adult, they think that you have all of the answers. And I instantly told them, no, I don't have the answers. I don't have all the answers, but you know what? That question that you asked me, no, I don't know the answer, but let me go and find out. And the moment I find out, 
I come back and I give you the answer you are looking for. And I show you where you can find it for yourself. That way, not only did I tell you what you needed to know, I also gave you a resource as to where you can go and get it yourself. So if someone comes and asks you, you know where to direct them as well as tell them. So you see how you change that behavior? You empower the other individual now. You, t- you know that, that adage that says, give a man a fish, he eats for a day. You teach a man to fish, he'll eat for a lifetime. So you just taught him how to eat for a lifetime. Same thing. It has to be genuine though. It has to come from deep down. It has to come from the heart. And you're not less of a parent when you go to your child and say, I screwed up big this time. And how do we fix it? How can we be better? Do you want to? Can we move on from this situation? Do you want to move on from this situation? Are we going to address it right now? Or do you want to wait? Or what? how are you comfortable confronting this situation? But it gets dealt with. It doesn't get left behind. It doesn't, be, it doesn't go into the forgotten abyss. It gets dealt with. Genuinely. So... Yeah, <laughs> I know it it, 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 this is something that's so passionate in my heart because this shows growth. It shows so much growth. I want to thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. I want to thank my cousin, Lindy Pagan for posting this question on Facebook and allowing me to expand on it. Lindy, I love you. I will always love you. (laughs) Thank you for listening. Stay safe. Be the light shine brighter today than you did yesterday. Have a great day.